Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brennan McCullough and Matt Basta. How are you guys doing? I'm doing alright. I'm no longer in the pit of hell. That is LA. That is constantly on fire anymore, for the most part, maybe. You're no longer in LA. The fires around me aren't still going. The one that's like over 100,000 acres, that's probably still going. Mm. But well, I'm away. glad you're safe. That's insane, though. Um, it's like Christmas, though. So, like, you think it'd be like uh, in my area, it's all like snow on the ground. People are crashing their cars and shit, and there's like everyone's driving five to ten miles an hour. But over there, it's like literally hell. Yeah. I- well, I mean, it's there's still white on the ground from the ash, and yeah, yeah. people <laughs> are okay. still driving, you know, off the road Terribly. and you know at five yeah. miles per hour at times. Um, uh, but True. that's only because okay. it's California. Yeah. What different perspectives. Yeah, it's like, we had like a good week of like 40 to 60 degrees, and now it's back up to like 80, like hit 90 the other day. So, you know, yeah. that's fun for Christmas. I was wearing God shorts damn. yesterday. Oh, yeah, I'm just sweating my balls off right now. It's, you guys oh. are so lucky, it's like so terrible <laughs> over here. I mean, I'm not envious of like the snow and freezing, but I definitely could do with like a break from the heat. Not like 30 degrees that. like you got, but like a bit. Hmm. Um. But this is a video game podcast. Let's game uh, podcast. do some talking about that kind of stuff. And we are going to eventually get into some stumpers, I hear. Um, but let's hear from Basta <laughs> maybe it. first about the games that maybe... Have you played anything new and exciting? Watched anything? Um, You know, I'm, I'm struggling to think of video games that I've played in the last week just because I've been s- scrambling with Pinecast. Um, lots of big things happening. Um, I won't start to like rattle off technical details or things, but um sort of getting close to the release of the new site builder. Um lots of like major infrastructure upgrades uh taking place and things getting moved around and migrated and um Bren saw the face of my saltiness in, in Slack the other day. Um <laughs> yeah. some of our uh support issues have been uh, uh challenging, we'll say. <laughs> um <laughs> God if you're listening Amy, we love you. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so haven't, haven't been playing a whole lot. Um, I could talk just very briefly. Um, if you've been paying attention to the news by the time you've heard this, um, and certainly when we're recording this, uh, net neutrality has in fact been repealed. Um, (sighs) which is not good. Nobody's, uh, Everyone's Nobody's fine. pleased about that except uh, the cable and telephone companies. Um, uh, the sentient assholes that they are. The sentient yeah. assholes that they are. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they're corporations, so they are also people in a way. So they are just assholes. I won't consider corporate. I saw somewhere. I won't consider corporations people until Texas executes one of them. Mm. That's yeah. not unfair. But yeah, so not good news. Uh, in fact, very grim news, very solemn news. Um, but there is a chance, uh, just because it is an overwhelmingly bad thing that nobody wants. 83% of Americans say that they favor net neutrality. Something like an an overwhelming majority of the comments that the FCC received, upwards of 75%, in in favor of repealing net neutrality, were fake. Yep. Yeah. Which was a finding by two separate independent studies. So... The fact that nobody wants uh, this anti-net neutrality world that we now live in 
Um, even the GOP is is like, hey, FCC, maybe you're not allowed to do that. However, no, super illegal. Yeah, well, it, they're very much overstepping their bounds. Um, the FCC is bound sort of to the will of the people in a way. Um, they're not allowed to do something like if, if they hold a request for comment, they actually have to read the fucking comments. So I think what this is going to spur uh, and, and sort of what I've heard is that there are a lot of states right now that are drafting legislation that would actually put in place the regulations that the FCC repealed, which is in many ways a, a, a very good thing. And the reason why is FCC regulations are not law, they are regulations. And then the FCC enforces those regulations. But when it's a law, either at the state or federal level, the the government can actually enforce it with penalties. So it's not just like, we're going to fine you if you don't stop doing this. It's like, we'll fine you, and then we will send somebody to jail if we just keep fining you. Like, it, it it's no laughing matter. So the best that we can hope for is that state governments start pumping out these uh, these pieces of legislation. And it won't be immediate. But hopefully it'll be happening soon enough. California, certainly, I think, um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I saw California and Washington are looking, at least as far as I've seen, are looking into establishing their own net neutrality for other states. Uh, as well as, like, 15 states are trying to file a collective lawsuit against the FCC for going against their own practices and, you know, yeah, not I listening mean, to the people. It, like I said, it, if you've been paying attention to the news, like, even the GOP is pissed with the FCC right now. Like... It, dis, despite the fact that, you know, Ajit Pai was put in place by the Republican administration and, you know, serves a uh, uh, party like the, the FCC vote was entirely along party lines, three to two. It also is the case that, you know, senators and, and Congress people want to be reelected uh, and they got a real important election coming up next year. And if, you know, everybody says, oh, now my Internet sucks. Because these assholes let it happen, and they're in charge of you know the Senate and Congress. Like, why did I elect them? So yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Like, th- this is a very bad thing. We all, we should all be uh, mourning. Um, yeah, what what has taken place? But um, yeah, definitely quite an interesting game you've been playing. It's um, it's no. <laughs> really yeah. It's- <laughs> It's a very depressing game. I like as a side tangent. Um, what do you guys want for Christmas? Like now, I'm thinking all I want for Christmas is net neutrality back. <laughs> uh, the eradication of the entire government at this moment. All <laughs> oh, of them are dead go. to me. I would go Fuck for like everyone. a Google Home Max. So if anybody out there is like, "Hey, I want to buy a Bastic present," you know. Yeah. What, what, speaking <laughs> of, could Bastic Claus uh, bring back net neutrality? How do we do this? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. It's Bastic Claus. I don't think he was scheduled to arrive this week, but we'll, uh, we'll not yet. It's, it's a little we'll early for him. But here you go for Christmas. If you want to help the ABTS uh, family out, uh, get Basta Google Home, or for Brendan, overthrow the entire American government. Um, Jeez, either one's Christ. fine. So either one's fine. Whatever's easiest, right? Yeah, don't blow the budget on me. Like you know, save some for the rest of your family. But like, if you want to help out, I, I'll, do it, I'll do a GoFundMe on Amazon or end up in history books. Yeah, either one. I think it's on like Black Friday. I think there's like a sale on. Uh, politicians because they're so easily bought these days. Uh, but anyway, let's move on. Jesus uh, anyway. Uh, how about your games, Bryn? <laughs> uh, not much variety. Overwatch has got the winter event going on, so I'm grinding away at that for all those uh, sweet, sweet new winter skins. Um, I'm just a fucking sucker. I'm not even going to deny that for Overwatch stuff. 
Uh, but at least I'm not paying for it. I, you know, it's not microtransaction pay to win stuff, so that's good. Uh, and Monster Hunter 4. I'm still chipping away at that because both of those games are just a big old fucking grind, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Oh, Sorry, man. it's not more interesting to hear about. <laughs> that's fair. No, but you mentioning Monster Hunter 4, I gotta bring up the fact that I did get around to playing the Monster Hunter World beta. Oh, like, nice. Dude, okay. Yeah. I watched nice all the streams is... about it, so I, like, dude. I'm very aware. Wait, oh, you saw him? It, it 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 was like interesting. I liked how you had like this little companion and you can customize him a little mm-hmm. bit and like it was, but it was like the beta was like so so minimal and to the fact oh, yeah. to the point that I literally like beat it in five minutes and thirty seconds and no, I was like, what you didn't the do fuck? It. That's not right. Then you did something wrong. Dude, I'm telling you, I, I literally, I, I don't even know if I streamed it or not, but literally the game, it was like, I took out this beast and then it was just like, yeah, you did it. And then it was like the fucking There's... thing. It was like, buy the game. And I was no, like, all right. this. Here you go, Doug. So there's three quests in the beta. So you can oh, fight Jesus three Christ. different monsters. And then within each quest, there's two other secret monsters in that, that aren't well, actually in the quest. So you only did the very minimal, like bare bones one, like. That, I, yeah. dude, that's the thing. I, I think it was either fucked up or I didn't realize that it just kind of was just like, yo, you're done. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then I moved on to something else. But either way, okay, if there's more to it than I missed out on, whatever. I'll get the game most likely. It did seem like a game I would enjoy, but also the combat, I don't know. I was hoping it'd be a little more variety. Maybe there will be in the final game, but like I said, it's just a beta. So, well, you only had the one weapon, right? Yes. Yeah. So the combat is the same per weapon. If you want different combat, you have to change out your weapons. So there's great axes, there's dual swords, there's a blowgun, like where you can, like, not a heavy blowgun and light blowgun, which aren't actually blowguns, they're like actual guns. There's uh, bow and arrows. Uh, there's custom weapons in the game, like that, as far as I can tell, are only a monster hunter, called a switch axe, where it's um, a regular, like a giant axe, and then when you get enough power, it turns into a giant powerful sword. And a switchblade, where it's a sword and shield, and when it gets charged up enough, you can combine it into a giant, like, battle axe, which are, like, really cool and unique to Monster Hunter. Um, there's a hunting horn, where it's, like, an instrument that you can play the buff other players and yourself, as well as attack the monster with. There's a great hammer. There's, a, like, I think 20 different weapons on average or so, and Damn. each of them is a unique combat style to them. So there's a ton of versatility in it and stuff, but... You know, clearly you only played the one quest, so you, you, yeah, you only fuck. got a small taste of that. For real, and that's what I thought was like, that was it, and I was like, why is no, everyone hyping this up so hard? Not at all. <laughs> but no, okay, then I, yeah, it got fucked up. Anyway, I did end up getting a new phone, so I have a lot of phone games I want to talk about, but as far as PS4, I've been playing Everybody's Golf, like, nonstop, so- and my only complaint there is, like, you need to play a shitload of tournaments and matches in order to, like, even unlock the next like map so to speak so i've been playing on the first like golf course for the longest time i feel like to get you have to get to rank three to unlock the next course and goddamn if it's not a shitload of golfing on the same golf course over and over and over again but i mean it's a really nice course so it's not like a huge complaint but i was just like really like thinking to myself i can't wait to unlock multiple maps and be able to like have a huge variety to choose from but it's like, damn, I'm going to be playing this game a really long time. Like, holy fuck. So you have to grind in golf? That's weird. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's very, like, RPG. It's, like, as like Japanese as fuck. Like, I don't know. I love the goddamn game. It's really entertaining. And the character customization's great. Like, every time you play a tournament, you unlock different, like, clothes and get, like, in-game currency so you can 
go to the shop and buy shit and really deck out your characters. I mean, I don't know. It's really cutesy and just fun. So I'm really enjoying the shit out of that. Um, and now let's talk about the phone I got. I did end up getting the Google Pixel 2 XL. Oh, no. And I know, I know, Basta was like telling me not to do it. And like, so far, so far, I have had zero issues. So I'm going to Except for the, the first phone that you got, which was defective. Wait, yes, actually, <laughs> good point. I'm glad you bring that up. So what happened was I go to the goddamn Verizon store. They give me a phone. I'm like, all right. And as I'm walking out of the place, the guy's like, there's an outage with Verizon right now, like in activating your phone. So like your data will work, but you can't make a phone or you can't make a call or receive a call and it'll resolve itself in like a half hour to an hour. And I'm like, okay. So I go back to work all day goes by. I still can't make a phone call. I'm like, what the fuck? So I call the dude. And then I eventually, it gets to the point where I'm at my house ripping out the goddamn SIM card of this like brand new phone with like support. All right. And how it's set up, uh, the guy in the Verizon store had his phone on speakerphone with me with a guy on support somewhere else. And it was like goddamn weird ass clusterfuck. So I could barely understand the goddamn guy as he's telling me how to get the SIM card out and then like restart the phone. And I spent like a solid like hour, maybe two hours do- dicking around with these guys trying to figure out like, why is this phone not being able to function as a phone? The base essential function, just make a phone call or receive a phone call. I can't do it. And I eventually just went in and got like a brand new one. They just like started the activation process over and this one worked. So yes, there's definitely some fucked up ones. They were like, this has never happened in us selling these yet. So like yours a first, but even still, I'm sure I'm not the first amongst people buying this phone, but the one that I got as a replacement that actually works is fucking beautiful. And I love it. Is it does it also not have a headphone jack? That seems to yeah. be the trend with all the It does ones. not. But it Man, came with the, fuck it came these with phones. these dude, it literally comes with the adapter though, so you like, No, fuck them. Don't and care. I can that, absolutely complain and I always will. I'll be honest, though, I'm not I'm not super fond of uh the way the adapter works. Ooh. I yeah. was gonna no, I I the adapter's ugly looking too, but that's the thing. I when I walked into the place, I was thinking to myself, you know what? I'm gonna get the LG V thirty. Because that has a headphone jack and a little bit better of a camera, just slightly. I think like by two megapixels, so it's like negligible. That's true. So it's not necessarily the number of pixels that matters anymore. It's the quality of the sensor. Um, And the Pixel 2 is pretty much the best that you can do in terms of phone cameras these days. That is true. I did actually read that. But as far as megapixels is what I was going on. Oh, the number of megapixels. Nobody cares about that. Negligible. Old news. Okay. Yeah. Um. But so as far as the games I've been playing on this thing, um, I, I know these are two games I think we've brought up before. Matt, did you bring up a game called Aqueducts? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I brought that up. I recommended it. And we, but no, the thing is, we also, I brought up a game in the past way long ago called Infinity Loop. And I remember our listener, uh, and also host of Gamers Without Borders, uh, Nick Jenkins, he was playing the hell out of Infinity Loop. It's just like these games where like you have, a puzzle presented to you and you click on these like elements of the puzzle and they rotate and you have to like connect all the dots or whatever. Or create oh, yeah. Didn't I recommend this motion. game as well? Or did I play it on your recommendation? Uh, I think you, pl- I, I, I don't know. I recently we just got Aqueducts know. because I haven't played it after we discussed it, but I did, I was all about infinity loop and they're very, very similar, but for fans of infinity loop and or Aqueducts, I found out that uh, November 30th of this year, the creators of Infinity Loop released like two new games. They're 
essentially the same exact thing, but like new and improved. So there's Infinity Loop Hex, which is, I guess, like a sequel to Infinity Loop. So if you want more puzzles in that regard, go check it out. And then there's this like Infinity Energy. I don't even think it's called Infinity Loop. It's just Infinity Energy. And you got to check that one out because it's, it adds a whole new element to the game where the, the, the pieces you're connecting, certain ones have like a power source and it'll light up the pieces of the puzzle as you connect them. And you have to make the entire puzzle light up as you connect them. And certain ones that you light up are like, have a little like Wi-Fi signal. So if you get the electricity to that one, it'll light up the others. So it's really unique how they incorporate that into the already existing mechanics of Infinity Loop. So I can't recommend that enough. It's just a fun little brain teaser. And I've been enjoying these puzzles like crazy and it's cool because they also have like a built-in mechanic to like take a screenshot and share with your friends and stuff because the the designs are pretty like cool and it's just very zen like the 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 music and stuff it's just very calming and relaxing kind of vibe so if that's something you're into i definitely recommend it um and then last but not least wait what were you gonna say i'm more disappointed things aren't called aqua space ducks like the bird and like people play around with that more there's a, there's a lot less than you think there would be yeah well and i just started up playing aqueducts and i can't that one is really fun too it's just like infinity loop but you're like controlling a flow of water and it's yeah, amazing it's, it's clever love, it's a neat little game graphics. yeah um but the last game i'm going to bring up is a slightly controversial game um oh. and i remember i actually got in school suspension for playing it in the library in high school um what? it's a game called drug lord 2 and they brought it to mobile. And the funny thing is, I was thinking to myself, like, man, I would love to play Drug Lord because that game was so goddamn fun. It's a text-based game where you sell drugs and just become a straight-up drug lord. And it was it was just such a great game. And I was thinking, ah, you know what? I'll just check Google Play Store. I guarantee it's not going to be there. Lo and behold, this is, is the worst app I've ever seen. No, dude. I've it never is, heard no. someone talk about Drug Lord and make it sound boring as shit until you said text-based. It's a I'm looking game. this up, Dude. and this literally has more like charts and graphs and tables oh than the fintech company's website that I work at. That's the point of the game. That's the, <laughs> stop, if you're into those types of games, like a text-based game, it's fantastic. And it starts oh, off with a warning, terrible. so like you're more than likely it says like this game may be offensive to some people. You assume the role of a drug dealer, buying and selling drugs, and sometimes killing those who get in your way. If you find this distasteful, please click on the "Don't Play" button now. Do and you want to know like, why yeah, I find so, it distasteful? I've personally built a feature parity implementation of Microsoft Excel, and this is boring to me. No, it's so fun. I literally, I've been playing it all fucking day. It's and got like, a Google right, Plus sign in button at the top. After one failed job after another, you decide to embark on a different life. Drug dealer. You scrape together your last wow. thousand dollars, but really feel it isn't enough to get started. The good news is that Buttles can spot you an extra thousand dollars. The Thanks, bad news bottles. is he is a loan shark and will soon want his money back. Time to get started. And then you go to the marketplace and check out like what drugs are on the market. And there's like cocaine, crack, ecstasy, hashish, heroin, ice, cat, LSD, MDA, morphine, mushrooms, PCP. These peyote, prices aren't even close to being realistic. No, and the spice. No. no, the prices aren't though. But it's like you're buying them in like large units. So like obviously it doesn't like specify. But I'm assuming it'd be like pounds worth of like shit. And like there's like 
it ranges from like hundreds of dollars to like tens of thousands of dollars. And then like, so certain things will transpire as like you like wait a day, like it'll be like, it's oh, 10 fucking- LSD, 10 pounds of LSD is enough to like <laughs> kill everybody in North America. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's why it's your drug Lord. You're selling to like in huge bulks. And that's, a thing. it's, it'll w- be like, it's worth $1,000. Oh, uh, a raccoon, a raccoon, <laughs> A raccoon broke into like a warehouse f- full of cocaine and like ate a bunch of it, and a bunch of them died on top of it. And what? now, like now that that's ruined, so the prices sp- like skyrocket for cocaine. So if you happen to have invested in that the day before, you can like make like hundreds of thousands of dollars, and then be like, oh, now what drugs am I going to distribute? It's just like a really like it's a money managing drug dealing game. It's horrible, but it's like very very fun. All right, two things real quick. Um, a Back in, like, 1985 in, like, Kentucky, there actually was a cocaine bear that just ate, like, was it, $15 million worth of cocaine, uh, 75 pounds of cocaine. So, that actually has happened, as insane as it is. They call call him Pablo Escobar. Uh, Jesus um, Christ. Second, if you put any amount of this effort and enthusiasm, like, into... I don't know, stocks, which are pretty similar to how this game looks, you might actually make money instead of just pretending to be a weird Excel drug lord. It's a fun game to go it's to boring while you're as a fuck. Dump. No, it's it's very fun. I, you're looking I at pie it. charts and Excel graphs, man. Like that's just office work. You're just changing yeah, the no, names of what like, it is. It's just like what's that other game? Um oh, game dev like story or whatever, and you're just like making money making video games. Here's the difference like, between that, that game and this game. That game was built by a team of game developers. This game was built by somebody that downloaded the free Android SDK off of the Google website and spent about 20 minutes making this look like it was built for Android 2. That's what I mean. This game was, this game's ancient, dude. I was playing this like tens of years ago. So yeah, but this is an Android app. These, I know they ripped it off and they even said in the updated February 2017. Dude, I know in the about page it says like this. This isn't like their game, but they're like they're gonna like put. They had to go out of their way to make it look this bad. It's a (laughs) text-based game. It wasn't hard to make it fine. (laughs) Yeah, I dig it. It's amazing. I'm I'm gonna recommend. All right. Well, you do you. (laughs) I'm just saying, like this is just fucking like Excel and like management work. Like this isn't a game. I, this is as much as not a game as whatever that coding one Basso was into for a while. Oh yeah, t- yeah, yeah, whatever that. that is. You'll know, you'll only get salty if I bring it up. <laughs> like I won't even get salty. You'll get salty. <laughs> I don't care. I just don't think these are games. Like this is just management. I, I mean, this is just like I don't know. It's it's so low budget that it's painful. So is the, well, yeah. That's what I mean. It's a remake of something that already existed. Anyway, we can move on. Um, is there anything newsy we want to bring up before we go into stumpers? I don't even remember. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I got Speaking some of, good and bad stuff. Mostly bad. Oh, Life is Strange on iOS? Yeah, like I said, mostly bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. I, I'm not, Who's that I'm for? Not, Who wants that? Who wants that on I, iOS? I don't know, but it's just always annoying. It's like, why can't you just come out with it on Android at the same time? I'd still buy it but i shouldn't i think uh don't nod who's the developers of this might be going the way of telltale games where it's like hey you got one game that was pretty successful and popular and they're like cool we're gonna make this for every platform imaginable we're gonna make like a prequel and a sequel but not the one that's actually directly after the story (laughs) and then we're gonna do like another thing it's like holy shit you're just like watering down all the quality you had and now no one cares 
Like people uh, are so excited. I do care. Well, people still like before the storm. But I'm saying if they're going to do an iOS of this, and then they do an iOS of before the storm, and they do an iOS of the sequel that eventually comes out, like it's going to go the way of Telltale, where they're just going to flood the market with themselves, and everyone just regards it as pretty low quality. Like Telltale had to fire like a quarter of their entire staff because their games have become so shit now, people don't buy them anymore. So yeah. it's I don't know. I don't think it's a good sign. I think they really have to just rein it back and reevaluate themselves before they get you know too high on their own supply. On good news, though, uh, Oxenfree, which I consider a fucking amazing game, uh, the team behind that is working on another one, uh, another game, and it's about college kids getting drunk with Satan. So, nice. I'm on board. Yeah. I'm on board, too. Yeah. I don't even know what the game's about, besides being drunk with Satan. Because alcohol is the devil's juice, and if you drink it, you'll go to hell. True. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> I'm fine with about- that. Okami HD is coming out, or already is out already on out, PC, yeah. PS4, and Xbox One. I got it on my wish list because that's one I never played, and I've heard nothing but great things about. Definitely, yeah, I'm gonna have to get that for PS4. I I saw an article though, like I think it was Polygon saying like, oh, it should be on Switch, and I'm like, yeah, everything should be on Switch. What the <laughs> fuck. I mean, not everything, but uh, that one definitely could be. Yeah, I don't even. I'll trade Skyrim for a bunch of other shit. Oh, but, I would trade Skyrim like a dozen times over for fucking the newest Pac-Man. I'll just, you know what? I'll just give you Skyrim. I don't even want anything back. That's what I mean. Just That's fucking it. take it. <laughs> Who is that for? Anyway. Well, we say that, yet it keeps making money, so they keep doing it. So someone yeah, out there is buying it on every console. Yeah. Uh, What else? Uh, Ubisoft. Uh, <laughs> Turns out they're actually doing pretty okay this year because EA's taking all the hate that they would normally receive for video games. Uh, but they came out and said that they're going to delay a bunch of their games to actually try and make them, I would say make them better, but at this point it would just be making them finished and completed. So Far Cry 5, The Crew 2, uh, another game they haven't announced yet, all got delayed so that they can actually finish it instead of just trying to pump them out every single year and just making a bunch of garbage. So that's good. I mean, if you were really excited to play any of these games, which I don't know why, um, it's delayed and that sucks for you, but they're going to be better. I forget who exactly, uh, someone at Nintendo higher up. I don't, I can't attribute exactly who, but they said a delayed game can eventually be good. A rushed game will always be bad. So it's better to delay the game and make it better than it is to rush it out and try to release a patch like a year and a half later to try and make it better. Cause at that point you've already burnt your bridge for the fans. So. Yeah, just fucking release Kingdom Hearts 3 already. I don't even know. No, don't care. Well, oh, speaking of which, we can tie this all together. No. Um, Disney bought Fox. So you've probably heard about that because it's fucking massive. They spent like $52.4 billion to buy Fox. Jesus Um, Christ. They bought pretty much everything. They bought a a very large portion of uh, 20th Century Fox. Yeah, they bought everything except for Fox News and like Fox Sports. And I think one other, like, department of Fox. But the majority of Fox, what people think of as Fox, has been bought by Disney now. So, uh, because it's bought by Disney, they can tie in the Marvel Universe, which a lot of people are excited for, with, like, X-Men and Fantastic Four characters. But because it's Disney, that means they can also tie in Fox characters into Kingdom Hearts. So I've already seen Hank Hill drawn as Sora in Kingdom no. Hearts. Oh, Yeah. Goddamn fuck. They're not going to, but that would make, that would be interesting enough for me to buy kingdom hearts 3 because i'm not going to at this point yeah no because it'll never come out 
It's it's not, and I'm um, I'm over it. Yeah, but people are excited because it's like, yeah, I'm gonna have X Men in my Avengers movie now, and I, I'm super depressed because now Disney owns like fifty percent of all media. So it's it, Disney's just growing into the monster it's always been, but just further and further, and just becoming a ubiquitous mass of all content. And Fox owns Hulu, so Disney was trying to set up a streaming service and taking their stuff off of Netflix. Now that they bought Fox. They already have a streaming service set up and like well established already. Yeah. So oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I, so I wonder whether that was part of the agreement, though. I, I that I, seems. Um, I think that's a large unlikely. deal of it. I think that's a large portion of it that they really fully disclose because because so many uh, stations and channels and stuff are trying to set up their own streaming services to compete with Netflix to have it as their own, but aren't realize like are grossly over uh, underestimating how difficult and expensive it is. So so many of them are having trouble setting one up, and they're just going like. Fuck it, let's just buy out the company that already has it built. So You know, I'm looking at the list of um other sort of movie properties that 20th Century Fox owns. They've yep. got Rio, they've got Home Alone, all the Ice Age oh, movies. Rio. Um they've got Die Hard, some Christmas yeah. movies in there. Um, uh, John McClane is now a Disney Princess. The Simpsons, it looks like. Yep. Um They bought the Simpsons. It's it's pretty astounding. I saw this like mod for Zelda Breath of the Wild, and I'm I think I'm I'm it's not Sonic. sure. Yeah, he's riding Sonic the Hedgehog as his like steed, and it's fucking phenomenal. I've like, seen that. I've flying. seen that rule thirty four porn too, Doug. It's weird. Why are you bringing that? up? No, it's not porn. It's just like literally just like your your like gameplay footage, like a mod where you can travel around in Zelda at like riding Sonic, and it's there's also another <laughs> one where it's the goddamn Road Runner from Looney Tunes, I think. I've never heard someone say riding Sonic and not refer to porn. Well, mm. I'm the first. <laughs> um, yeah. Or he could I, be I, riding a cocaine bear if you know how to code it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Please, please do that. Please code that into Breath of the Wild. That would be amazing. I, I, my, my hot take on what's going on in that video... is that it is uh, running an emulator and they have uh, gone in and uh, decompiled the assets and and replaced one of the assets with another asset. Um, I think possibly the only alternative is that they just took the ROM of the video game, uh, because it's effectively a ROM, uh, decompiled it manually and then recompiled it with new assets. Um, I don't think this is something where they've like reprogrammed the game. I think it, they just literally are swapping out like one mesh for another mesh. Right. Yeah. That makes That's sense. That's my guess. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. And it, it has to be on the Wii U emulator or some, some, something going on there. Like somebody was speculating, could it be a jailbroken switch? Doubt it. Yeah. No, no. I mean, cause it's, it's even if you had a jailbroken switch, the, the hard part is replacing the asset, not getting it to play. Right. So yeah, that's I, interesting. Um, yeah. Anything else news related? Uh, Patreon was trying to shove all of its processing fees onto the like patrons of people, like people who are paying the artists and content creators and stuff. And there was just such a massive immediate uproar of like, this is fucking awful. Why are you doing this, Patreon? They backed off and uh, retroactively got rid of well, not retroactively, but they got rid of that and you know went back on their decision. And they're like, yeah, we messed up. And it's like, yeah, everyone could have told you that, Patreon. This is a dumb idea. Why did you do this? Yeah. So, 
when you when you look at the the hard numbers and you look that they're going from charging 2.9% plus 35 cents to potentially, you know, 30% or more depending on how many transactions and how big the transactions are. Um it it's I don't know. I, it's it's interest it's interesting what they did. Totally. I think it's honestly boils down to like, hey, here's a way we can make more money and let's test the water to see if customers will, you know, I'm sure they'd be annoyed by it, but let's see if they're annoyed enough to stop using this feature by adding, like charging them another like 30 cents per dollar or something. And turns out, yeah, everyone's really annoyed and everyone immediately hated it. So they had to back off, I think, less than a week. They had to reverse their decision. So yeah, I, I don't think it, I don't think there was any malice there. I just, I think it was mostly well, not no thinking com- it through particularly rigorously. I don't think any company is actually just like snidely whiplash twirling a mustache like, Mwahaha, I'm going to take all their money. <laughs> they're, everyone's job is to make the company more money. So they're like, hey, here's a way we can be more efficient and make more money. It's going to be at the expense of the customers, though. But it's a small expense, expense so they won't mind it that much. It turns out, no, they do mind it a lot. But all they think of is like, this is how we make more money. Let's do this. And, and you know, it bites them in the ass, burns any goodwill they have. So like, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people who use Patreon, like, artists and stuff who are now switching over to Kofi coffee like it's spelled weirdly but it's essentially instead of patreon where it's like a monthly thing it's just straight up like tipping a person like it's just a one-time transaction and you can just it's meant to just give them like hey here's five bucks for a cup of coffee like that's the idea behind it and some people were directing them like hey if you want to give me money for like this month back when the deal was in place like don't use patreon head over to my coffee page thing and just do it that way so that way you're not going to be bogged down with the fees so it's kind of like at the YouTube stage where mm. it burnt the goodwill with the people using it, and people are looking for an alternative now. I, so I, even so though, the even thing, they the thing back, that I have to say about that, though, it, like it, Patreon has really like nailed it as far as like serving the needs of a very wide swath of people in the community. And I think the the unfortunate thing is that a lot of alternatives to Patreon target either folks that don't anticipate making a whole heck of a lot of money. Um, or they're sort of on the other end of the spectrum and they're more like white label services that are meant for people that are making, you know, a year's salary on, on Patreon, uh, or otherwise on Patreon. And so for, for folks to, to say like, oh, this is an alternative or this is an alternative and, and sort of pile on, I think is unfair. One of the things that I, I found really awkward is right after this whole thing happened, um, going on like Hacker News and Reddit and stuff and looking at what people are saying. And I was like, oh, I'm going to switch to this thing and it's community run. We're going to form a co-op. And I was like, no, yeah, but like there's a lot of work involved in moving money around, right? Like you want to test for fraud because like, sure, somebody punches in their credit card number and you make 10 bucks. But when the credit card network comes back and says like, hey, this charge is marked as fraudulent, then what do you do, right? Or somebody comes into the community and they start accepting payments and they're making a good deal of income and you find out that they're a card casher. Right? They're buying stolen credit card numbers on the internet and processing it through your network. And guess what? It's your network, not their network. And so they're fraudulently taking money from people. So I, I guess the moral of this story is, you know, despite the fact that Patreon was making more money, Patreon also does a lot of other stuff. And I, I think it's easy for people to sort of gloss over the things, the nice things that Patreon does um, that we maybe forget about. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's the, from Futurama, there's a quote, if you're doing something right, it looks like you're not doing anything at all. Mm-hmm. So people don't notice it because it's all working smoothly. They don't, they only notice when something goes wrong like this. 
But this is something that wasn't like there was a bug and people's credit card was like uh, information was stolen or something. It wasn't like a hiccup in the machine. It was a very conscious decision to make the company more money by charging the customers more. So even if they do go back on it, even if they never do this again, even if they keep it the same way forever with them taking the fees, this still has damaged their goodwill with their customers a bit. Oh, absolutely. And it's enough to get people scared to start looking into these alternatives. So even if the large majority of people stay with Patreon, there's still going to be a good deal that are looking into other ones and getting ready to jump ship the second they see another spark again. Mm -hmm. uh, So there's another fire. Like the same way it is with YouTube and Twitch. At first, it was like, ah, Twitch is just this like weird like streaming thing. Don't worry about it. And then YouTube kept changing their algorithm and kept taking more money from people and kept screwing people over with uh, automated uh, monetization and canceling that. And almost everyone I know who used to be on YouTube are just like, fuck it. I'm on Twitch now. Like, I don't even do video <laughs> games anymore. I'm doing creative. You can upload videos right to Twitch now. So people aren't like people have completely abandoned some of their YouTube pages. Like they haven't uploaded in years because it's just been such a nightmare. And you can get like millions of views in the first week of uploading a video and you'll make like five bucks from youtube now because it's just so atrocious and even if youtube goes back and try like they've announced that they're going to try and hire people to uh figure out stuff instead of automating it to figure out who deserves to be automated uh monetized and who doesn't instead of just having a machine do it all it's already too late and youtube has ruined any goodwill they had with i'm going to say a large majority of any of their content creators so Patreon might not be this severe, but it's definitely the start of it. And people have seen this ball spiral out of control before, and they're ready to jump out of the way at a moment's notice if it happens again. So, Patreon, you might be fine now, but you definitely fucked up here with this, like, PR move wise. So, you know, just yeah. be aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ride the cocaine bear out of that conversation. Um, <laughs> you just Doug, really you talk, in love with that Do you want to talk bear. about anything today? It. Every no. conversation you want to just jump out of. That's the thing. No, there's one thing I want to briefly just br- bring up because, like, all right, there's like it's like gamer buzz right now. I'm sure it's going to die down any in a, like a couple days. But like this guy, Doctor Res- Disrespect, we all know or heard about oh, it in God. the Game Awards how he won like the most popular streamer of the year. He's got like a million point two followers on Twitch and shit. Apparently, he just like released some like super emotional video of him like crying and shit and like announcing to his fans how he like has been unfaithful to his wife and how he's gonna take some time away from streaming. So it's just like a huge bummer to his fans that it's just like you just won streamer of the year and now you're gonna like take a big hiatus and also it, you're like a scumbag for cheating on your wife. And also, why are you telling us this? Like, to me as a, like a fan, it's like. Do you have to be that transparent? I mean, do you think people are going to write articles and out you as like a piece of shit and you just felt the need to come forward as yourself and be like, I'm going to man up and like tell everyone this? But I don't know. And the only reason I even like recognize this guy is because I was watching the attack and Alex Korea like dressed up as this guy, but it like the reference went right over my head. I didn't know who Dr. Disrespect was. So I was like, Alex, I was like, this is a hilarious character. And then I realized he's referencing somebody. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm with Matt. Matt, Matt's, you said it best in our Slack channel. You're like, who could believe that Dr. Disrespect was disrespectful? Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, I've never even heard this guy's name. <laughs> right? Like, so for me a to hear like, oh, somebody was disrespectful. Well, yeah, he's a PUBG great. streamer and PUBG's super hot right now. I don't oh, give a okay. shit about PUBG, so I don't care at all. That's fair. But even no still, wonder. it's a guy that plays a video game on the internet. Right? Like, I have fan, I, I have people that I'm a fan of on YouTube, on 
Twitch, wherever. And if I found out like, oh, so-and-so is taking some time off because maybe he landed in jail, right? Maybe they, I don't know, decided they didn't want to stream it. Who knows? God knows what what happened. I don't care. <laughs> like, I, it's a person I watch play video games on the internet. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> but mean. Then it's, it's even too more much than information. That. And 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 this is this is perhaps very scandalous to some of our listeners. Mm. Like, I, I think Dish Dan Girl Dan play a scandalous theme song. Ooh. Oh God! Damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think Dan Savage says it best. Monogamy is an interesting thing because you're you're held to such an impossible standard. Let's say you're married to somebody for 50 years and you fuck up one time and you sleep with somebody else. And that makes you like a terrible person and like unfaithful and you can't be trusted. Like that's sort of ridiculous in a, in a, bizarre way like if you don't have the kind of relationship with your partner that you can like talk about sexual frustration or whatever and like address that and and work something out and like i don't know it just seems very bizarre if if this is something that interests you go look up dan savage because he he does a lot of really interesting and, and and quite good talks but i don't know to to take such a like a a bizarre conservative hardline approach to relationships just seems absurd especially coming from the video game community where it's it's like this is some you know absurd news when at the same time there are people in the video game community who are terrible fucking people you know like misogynists and potentially child predators and People that straight up racist, straight very right. There are many racists. (laughs) Like there are people in in the community that are terrible. And this poor guy cheated on his wife once, maybe a handful of times. And I don't know. This seems so unnewsworthy. The top comment is this: like, is he really sorry that he cheated on his wife, or is he sorry that he got caught? Who cares? Yeah, good point. Well, I'd say this: Uh, you said uh, monogamy is like a conservative thing i don't think it is it's honestly it's a promise between two people if you can't keep that promise do not make it you're not held accountable by like any standard other than your partner so if that's not what you want don't agree to it that's all it is i mean i i can't imagine i can't imagine that this guy got into streaming and had a line item on his profile that said i am in a monogamous relationship with my wife like well that's the thing who nobody should it's it's nobody's business Well, here's the thing. When you say who cares, it's all of his fans or some of his fans or none of his fans. But there's someone who does care. That's why people watch them. So for you, all these people are just content creators. The monkey dances. You get entertainment out of that. You move on with your life. But some of these people, especially on YouTube, why they had such a big following is because a lot of kids watch this and a lot of socially isolated people watch this. And they build a relationship with this person and the content creator, even if they don't know it. So they develop this weird pseudo-friendship, and even if it doesn't get to a weird level, even if it's just a purely one-sided platonic friendship that the viewer's getting but the creator isn't, they still are invested in that person's life. Because even if they aren't an over-top caricature like this guy is, like he does a character on stream, that's not who he is in real life, 
it's still investment in that person's life. It's like a sitcom or a soap opera or any, any show you'd be interested in. And with Twitch now, there's more interaction. A lot of people who have uh, regular streamers, they have mods who mod, uh, mod their chat to make sure everything's going all right. A lot of those mods are people who are just fans of them, and then they got to know them. And now, they, you know, now they're friends in real life with their favorite streamer, who they were previously just a fan of. So there is a lot of investment in the particular entertainer's life. And it might not be for you, Matt, but it is for a lot of people, and that's why they get so invested in some stuff. So I mean, there's definitely a fine line between being invested in somebody's life and being outraged at somebody's life choices. But that's the thing. This guy came out and said he cheated on his wife. He did not have to tell anyone this. That's he could have sure. getting but the, the fact so that this when, is he, all his when own he brought fault. this when he brought this to light, that's his business though, right? Like so he no, brought this to light and thing. he said, it's "Hey, his business this happened. I'm waiting for a while." And all of these people are in in the comments as Doug has just shown us, it are are outraged. Like that to but, me is the part that's a, that's bizarre and offensive. Well, like, here's the thing. It's his business, <laughs> so it's his business to keep private. If he releases that information publicly, then that's his business to make public. So he could have just said, hey, I got to take a leave of absence for a while. Uh, I'm not really going to tell you why. There's personal reasons. And that's it. He could have had a divorce. He could have had another family. I know. He could have had kids. a sexually transmitted anything. disease, and he could have just came out with it because he, he could have just been be vac- that transparent. He could have just been on vacation for all he cares and just didn't want to deal with the internet for a while. But because he released this to the public and he releases sensitive information about himself, he brought on this criticism to himself because he could have easily kept this to himself. I'm saying said, that the criticism away. is unjust. The The criticism is unjust because even if he published and he's like, I shot a guy in the street and I have to go to jail for a while. It's not the, the, the listener's responsibility to feel a sense of outrage on his behalf or on his wife's behalf or whatever else. Like, it, it's, it's fine to say, well, that sucks. I'm not going to see his content for a while. But it's another but, thing to be like, you're a terrible person. I hate you. This, this has ruined me personally as, as one of your viewers who has, got, who has done nothing to contribute to you except watch ads on Twitch. Like, this... I, I would say it's unjust, but because it's not a justice system. There's no reason it needs to be just. These are just people's opinions. And because the internet, they have a way of expelling their opinions to the public and let everyone else know about their opinions. This isn't someone like deciding if this guy's immoral or not it well they are but it's that person's opinion of is that person's opinion of immoral everyone has a different degree opinion on and a degree of ethics and standards so it's just because he releases private information about an ethical issue now people are bringing in ethics into the debate so if he kept this quiet and he's just like i'm going on vacation people wouldn't people would still be pissed because they're fucking children and petty it's the internet but it wouldn't be like how dare he ruin the sanctity of his marriage by going on vacation? But because he brought in the sensitive issue to light about his own personal information, that's what's coming out. It's not people condemning him. They're not executioners or judge. It's just their opinion. And here's the thing. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one and they all smell like shit. Like, it's just, you can't be mad about people having opinions because that's what, everyone has that. Your opinion is that their opinions I mean, are it, wrong. There, there's a difference between having opinion and being very vocal and angry about your opinion on That's the internet and calling for so- yeah, it is cyberbullying, and I'm saying yeah. this is bullshit, and people shouldn't do that. This the fact that this is even news is because existed. people are assholes. I have a feeling this is one of those scenarios where it's just like any press is good press, and he's just basically like, oh, it's going to get even more attention. That and very look well at, may be he's true. The yeah. Top of the conversation right now. Look at us. I didn't expect this to be that long. So you know what. I'm going to just ride this cocaine bear on out of this conversation. Doug, do you want to do podcast anymore? Cocaine bear. <laughs>
No, that's like, I feel like you're tired of talking, and this is your way of saying you're no, ending the podcast. No, I just got to segue somehow. Um, that's. <laughs> I thing. mean, you brought it up, man. Yeah, true. Let's go into some stumpers. All right, play the jingle. That's what I mean. I love looking back at our episode titles like, God damn, I should stupid as shit. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of stupid as shit, here we go uh, <laughs> in the Stumpers channel. You guys ready for this one? Yeah. <laughs> this one comes to us from the topic hair loss and baldness. Oh, boy. How do I go about looking for bald taco to eat right now in? Oh, what? <laughs> Wait, that guy has I'm a sorry. That's not How do I go that's... about looking for bald taco to eat right now in? Bald taco. Are they talking about the naked chicken chalupa? Oh, Maybe. is that? Also, bald taco? Or, I, or is that like what? some kind of sexual thing that's oh, going over my is head? That... Um, is that like a taco without all the shredded stuff? So like no cheese or no lettuce? Like the I stuff is kind of like hair? It meant like a shaved pussy. Mm. Wow. Mm. <laughs> like wow. he was turning the podcast blue, Doug. We run a respectable Christian podcast here. <laughs> like you've never here, gone there I, before, Ben. <laughs> I think in uh, I Was the Walrus, one of my answers was that dang old pussy Why stank. Why does he gotta so. be a pussy? <laughs> I mean, listen, there's, ma- there's many genitalia out there. Um... Mm, I don't know about many. There's a yeah. few. There's, there's, a, there's a couple. There's <laughs> a couple. There's like a few hundreds or dozen, right, guys? No. Oh. Listen, pussies are just less than two thirds of all the types of genitalia out there. All right. Well, I mean, Taco knew he was different. <laughs> well, Taco is slang for pussy, so I can understand why. Uh, I can see why Doug went there. Um. I, I, how do I go about looking for bull Taco to eat right now? In um, wait, why is this in hair loss? <laughs> what? Oh, what the- uh, is it also, just, alopecia. Is it just a word also, tacos. <laughs> tacos. Um. <laughs> also, foreign language, because this is clearly not this person's uh, spoken language. Yeah, listen, I wasn't about to judge somebody for their lack of fluency with the English language, okay? Everyone knows I'm the Samantha of this podcast. I'm a saucy, judgy bitch. We all know this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I prefer my tacos without hair, I'll be honest. Uh, I was thinking I too, originally that this was a, a taco without meat. Um, but that doesn't make any ball? sense, because that's just a quesadilla. Alright, honestly, everything in a Mexican restaurant is the same thing. It's just depending on what wrap you put it in. And how big it is. Yeah. Like a quesadilla, a taco, and a burrito are essentially the same thing. It's just depending on the wrap and like how you fold it. I think that's a really dangerous thing to say in California. Um, so I'm not going to offer comment and I'll just warn you. <laughs> to make I mean, you I, your words. I'm already on the California blacklist for not liking avocados. So like, I'm fine oh, with yeah. whatever hate they can generate. These two bid weed smoking hipster ass Tesla driving motherfuckers. <laughs> wow. That's wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> someone, someone just threw a GMO free organic rock through my window. Anyhow, how do I go about looking for bald taco to eat right now? And- Doug. Mm. <laughs> Doug, go. Um, I think 
Well, you know how you can always rent out like uh, like a bounce house. Maybe they have like a giant taco you could eat right now in, and Wait. you'd be inside of a taco. Wait, what? I'm for it. I'm for it. Wait, the bounce house is the taco. Like it's yeah, in the shape. Maybe it's oh, okay. A giant bounce house taco, and it doesn't okay, have any like children's hair clinging to it. I'm not Ugh. sure how you go about looking for one of those. To be honest, that's the but how main would it be question. Bald? I think you call a rental company. Really. Yeah. yeah, call the bounce house like company and be like, "Yo, you got any taco versions?" Call that a Dubai clown. Am, place. am I allowed to eat in it? I mean, I'm not, I'm not supposed to, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> yeah, am I allowed <laughs> to eat in it? No. Will you I stop me? No food and drink, but I've got a bald taco. <laughs> <laughs> Is whoever installs this bounce house going to take their shoes off and come in there and drag me out? Because if not, then it's not really up to your control now, is it? Oh, but you have dear. to take the shoes off. This next question comes to us from the topic waste management. This is about tortillas. What does 1-800-GOT-JUNK do with all that trash? (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm not going to ask them, this company who I clearly have their number of in a way of contacting them. I'm going to ask the public. (laughs) What do they do with all that junk they got up in their trunk? Where does it go? Where does it. it go? (laughs) <laughs> this is a question that I should have saved for when Mark is on the show because I feel like he would have had an amazing answer like turning it all into like airbags or <laughs> I was going to say if Charlie Data saw anything it's you put it in garbage bags you burn it all and it turns into stars so mm. that sounds right um <laughs> but it's 1-800-GOT-JUNK so is it saying like we got junk or is it like you got junk because there's no punctuation at the end of that number it's not oh, like a question true. It's like, we got junk. It's like, uh, all right, do I just call you up and you tell me, like, hey, we got a lot of shit here. It's like, all right, what do you do about it? It's like, ah, I just wanted to inform you how much junk there is in my proximity. Do you think the CEO of 1-800-GOT-JUNK is the world's biggest hoarder? Oh, the CEO is just a super productive entrepreneur hoarder. Like, they're the biggest hoarder with a global view of how to expand their trash pile. Like, they're just <laughs> a super resourceful hoarder. Can you right? imagine can how fucking labor, genius that is? My pile. This is? This is somebody that is su- such an impressive hoarder that they have managed to turn all of the other hoarders' junk into their own and get paid <laughs> to do it. Isn't God just the biggest hoarder? Isn't the world just God's hoard? That's way too deep for stumpers. On to the yeah. next question. <laughs> this one comes from oh, the topic... Biodegradable materials. It's about quesadillas. Don't you think that litter should be both biodegradable and more attractive and less garish? (laughs) Totally. I'm with that guy. That would work out so much better. That is, this was written by a Californian. <laughs> Clearly. Just with the word garish, you could tell they're on the west side of the Mississippi. Just, oh my god. It sounds like a Aziz Ansari bit from like Parks and Rec, where it goes around like spray painting, spray painting trash with like pink and glitter, and just <laughs> makes it like super fashionable. Uh, it's it. if it's biodegradable and not garish, it's inherently not litter. Litter is inherently bad to look at and bad for the environment. Like, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if all trash was just uh, a diesel fuel that could run our cars for the rest of time without any negative consequences. It's like, yes, that's green energy. That's not litter anymore. That's something different. 
I mean, I, I was just, I was imagining like this person walking down the street and seeing a piece of litter, except it was just like a very uh, stylish uh, brushed aluminum cube, right? <laughs> you can look at it and appreciate it like a piece of modern art, right? You walk a little bit been- further down the street and there's, there's like a piece of uh, well-patterned uh, paper cut into a perfect triangle. Have we already been invaded by the Borg? <laughs> I mean, you want to be attractive trash. and less garish. <laughs> but, like, at that point, it, once again, at that point, it's no longer litter. It's modern art. Like, it's a different thing now. <laughs> Granted, modern art is trash because it's fucking awful. Do you think the question asker oh. is a cat owner and uh, is is talking about <laughs> cat litter? Not everything's about cat pasta. For once, can we have a Stumpers without cats? Oh, For wow. once, Maybe this is our Stumpers cat question. <laughs> God damn it. It's just so optimistic and naive. Like, wouldn't it be great if this bad thing was good? It's like, I mean, yeah. That's, I think we can all agree on that. What, how do you propose we go about this? Yeah, it's just like being like, oh, is it, wouldn't it be great if shit smelled awesome? Like, the yeah. movie just ate. Wouldn't it be great if shit was both biodegradable and more attractive than less garish? <laughs> less garish. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. Um, I certainly don't think it's garish. Because <laughs> I'm a filthy fucking person. It's attractive, wink. Oh, Jesus Christ. Someone out there is into it. Scat. <laughs> and with, and with that, uh, this next question comes to us from the topic... Waste materials. God damn. Is that the theme here? The theme, theme is garbage. There's, not, the theme there's no garbage. theme. If throwing your trash on the streets is illegal and rude, how are funerals any different? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> hey, buddy, where are you putting your bodies? Yeah, what, um, are you throwing them it, in the street? Is it like the goddamn, like, I don't know, medieval times when they would just like throw the bodies in the streets? Yeah, you just get a cart comes around and you just throw them out the window onto Bring the cart. Bring out your dead! Yeah, exactly. Bring out your dead! Oh, you swing at a cat mind. against the wall. Um, what? <laughs> How is this different than funerals? I mean, some people would argue that if you did the traditional burial in the body in a cor- uh, corpse in a coffin, that is tra- like that is littering to a degree. Because you're throwing away stuff that doesn't degrade well into the earth. Like, not even on the earth, you're putting it into the earth. So... But yeah. like if you did if you do the cremation and just scattered someone's ashes, like yeah, that's biodegradable. You're good there. Well, I'm picturing this person, the question asker. The last time they went out and threw some trash, there was a bunch of people standing around in black crying about it. And then they, <laughs> they put some flowers on his trash, and we're like, like a funeral procession <laughs> up across the trash, like with little flags. And he's like, how yeah. is this any different than a funeral? What the fuck? <laughs> A priest comes out reading like the like uh, was it the last words like standing over like an empty soda bottle. <laughs> it's like jeez, yeah, it's really think, hate litter here. Yeah, Do you think it's possible fuck? that this person just has a fundamental misunderstanding of what a funeral is, and they've seen like a funeral procession with like a hearse and like there's all these cars, and they think that they just That's dump the, the body truck. on the street somewhere. Like, they don't <laughs> go to a cemetery. They just like stop somewhere, let the body out, and like drive off. It's like big trash day in the neighborhood. There's like a broken plasma screen TV, like half a couch, and then a coffin with a body in it. <laughs> yes, it's exactly. waiting for the big trash truck. I like to, I like to think that's the pole bearers walking out of the church, like with the coffin, and they get to the curb of the street and they just go, "Oh, here we go, fuck it," and they just throw them out. Jesus Christ! Well, and then they've got uh, those funerals in 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 parts of like the Middle East and Southeast Asia, where like they they have like a like a 
very flimsy wooden or like cardboard coffin and they like raise it above their heads and like pass it down the street. Maybe they like misinterpreted what was going on there. <laughs> I was like, no, they don't keep it in the street. Like they're bringing it to a place. I don't know. I like the Irish funeral where you have the body and the coffin in the house they died in. Like in the house. Yeah, that's creepy. That's, that's, that's super unsettling creepy. and weird. What? Uh, yeah, it's fucked up. It's like an old timey Irish thing. The Irish um, did some weird shit for a long. They were on on an island for a long time. Nobody, <laughs> they, nobody really went there. <laughs> they kind of got a little stir crazy. They got addicted to potatoes, and then they started dying because they didn't have enough <laughs> of them. Um, but there was there was an old Irish tradition of brides like before their wedding would rip out all of their teeth and get dentures because it was cheaper than having to like repair your teeth through uh, dentistry. What so, the actual fuck that is? Yeah, it was like very unattractive and. Very garish. I think it's so ga- so gauche. Uh, I think like my grandmom's like, grandmom on her side like did that. Like so, it wasn't that long ago. It was like within a hundred years. So it's yeah. like fucked up. That freaks me out. Yeah, I have enough but bad I, dreams of teeth falling out. Right, uh, but I can kind of see the point. Like getting your teeth repaired is super expensive. What do you just say? Like fuck it, and you just get a new pair of dentures anytime something bad happens. Like I can see it. Also, yeah. the blowies are amazing. Oh, Wink. good lord. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, how is this happen- How has this episode b- turned into such tr- salacious trash? Because <laughs> you said Garish and the theme of this Stumpers is trash. What did you expect? Also, true. it's me. I'm a fucking awful being. Yeah, we all are, but that's the, our team. Yay. I, I don't know. I, I definitely take the. I definitely bring the brunt of the uh, salacious, uh, was it, illicit rating we get. Yeah, I'll push the blame on you. Okay, next Yeah, question. I'll take that. <laughs> this, this last question uh, totally comes fair. to us from the topic theft. How do I steal coffins? Can mirrors steal your soul? Wow, that was oh. close. <laughs> that, uh, hey, guys, I think Jaden Smith's on uh, Korra. Dude, that's the thing. I I really do... I don't know. I'm not sure. Where are we There's going with this, dog? Scary shit. You should not... <laughs> Be on psychedelics and stare into a mirror. You shouldn't. What? There's like well, also yeah. you should not be in a like a bathroom and like turn out the lights and say Bloody Mary a bunch of times. Like <laughs> show up there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> does Bloody Mary steal steal your soul, or does the mirror itself steal steal your soul? And Bloody Mary is just an unfortunate symptom of mirror exposure. <laughs> oh my God! Bloody Mary is like the victim this whole time, and she witnesses the mirror kill you. She's like, no, She's not like, again. Somebody, oh God, it's happening a third time. Bloody Mary's the biggest scapegoat for like all of these deaths. And she's oh like, it's God. not me, I swear. I just like tasty <laughs> adult beverages. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, but if you played The Wolf Among Us, Bloody Mary's a fucking bitch. Yeah, she is kind of a bitch, uh, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, and the drink <laughs> isn't that pleasant. I'm just not a fan. I know a lot of people like it. What is it, like tomato juice and vodka? That's I for like remember. super old people. Yeah, what the yeah. hell? Besides uh, saying things in the mirror in the dark, um, uh, repeatedly. Uh, what Biggie other smalls, things smalls. do you think uh, would cause you to to have your soul stolen by a mirror? Or cameras, like that's what <laughs> Indians were afraid of, and like other like native in like taking Americans. selfies in a mirror. <laughs> God, I would say that'd be bad with how many people that take selfie mirror uh, mirror selfies. But also, it'd probably do the population pretty good, like getting rid of all those bad genes we don't need anymore. So like. I'm okay with that. Listen, I bought them at American Eagle, and mm-hmm. they were on mm-hmm. sale. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Justify it all you want. It, it's not going to sway me. You're dead. You're dead to me. We're not dead. You're soulless. So <laughs> you're a politician now. Congrats. Wait, 
I know of a mirror that can do it. The mirror of Erised from Harry Potter. Because if you like look at the thing that you want nah. the most over and over again, you go crazy and that like essentially well, would steal your That's soul. a hell of a do reference. Do you that is like a 15-year-old reference. <laughs> yeah, and Erised is just hey. saying desire backward. It's so ridiculous. Hey, Harry Potter is always relevant. I don't care how long it's been. Um, but do you actually go crazy from it, or do you just get so obsessed with the thing you want and it's so close that you just never leave? Or is it like you, just, you actually go crazy? I think you never leave and then eventually go crazy because you never leave. <laughs> yeah. But mm. was it? what isn't just the mirror of Erisip, but then just all of our computer and computer monitors? Because we never leave them. And it shows us all of our wildest desires. It's just podcasts. There's just a lot of podcasts. It's a lot of podcasts. <laughs> oh, God. A mirror full of podcasts? Fucking break that thing immediately. No one wants that. Every podcast. Sp- sponsored by Casper.com. You're about to get the best night's sleep you've ever gotten on this memory foam mattress. Never go to the post office again. Oh, God. Blue Apron, we send you high fancy food and charge you 40 bucks a bo- uh, box, and it's just shit we got at the supermarket they were throwing away. You don't know any better. Blue Apron, go fuck yourself. Hey, I'm you glad know, you shouldn't say that. We actually, this is our first episode. Shit. This is our first episode sponsored by Blue Apron. And that was a $6 million deal that you That's just ruined true. right there. What? Got yeah, a lot of money. Dollars. That's why I can afford to live in LA now. I got a lot <sighs> of Blue Apron money. That We wish. Uh, but yeah, do, <laughs> the only thing we advertise is Pinecast. And I'm oh proud my God. Of do you think there's someone out there who would get a Blue Apron tattooed on their whole like body and get free oh, Blue Apron for life? No. Float that out there. Put that on Cora, Matt. See if someone will do that. No. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. My my brother's got it, but he's got Wawa tattooed on his rib cage, and he gets free pretzels for it. That really believable. Well, he goes in and goes, "Hey, if I got a Wawa tattoo, would you give me a free pretzel?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." No one's that stupid. And he lifts up his shirt, and he already has it. So I mean, works. I'm I'm impressed that he gets pretzels because pretzels are the best kind of carbohydrate. Fuck I yeah, mean, I love pretzels. You know what? <laughs> This 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 is the end of Stumpers. I've got nothing else. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a fun episode. Let's uh, wrap this one up and do some plugs. Uh, where can our listeners find you, Basta? Well, you can find me on Instagram at markchoy on Instagram.com, <laughs> or you can find me on Twitter at markchoy at gmail.com. Um, if you're looking to start a podcast, you can go to pinecast.com. That's P-I-N-E-C-A-S-T.com. Sign up free, no credit card required, uh, free forever when you're ready for the good stuff. Use the coupon code... Cocaine Bear. Not cocaine bear. Blue cocaine bear. Apron. It's cocaine spelled with case. Not blue apron. One eight hundred got junk. All one junk. word, no hyphens, all lowercase. Uh, for <laughs> your first month free. But, but you have to spell out the numbers. It's one o n e. Oh god, no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen to Brent. No, never listen to me. I have terrible advice. Actually, listen to him now. What what plugs do you got? No, I'm going to go back on the don't listen to me. I got nothing. Man. Fucking my Twitter. You know what it is. You probably, if you already know what it is, if you're listening, you probably are following already, which is the wise choice. Fair enough. Um, 
And listener, I actually, you might be able to hear me featured on an upcoming episode of Raised by TV. Not that like I was like guest or anything, but I called in and it was really cool because they had tweeted to their fan base saying, oh, we're going to be having our fans call in. So, and I was the first one. So I'm really excited about that. I got to ask them a fun question. So whenever that episode airs, I think they said it's like the last episode of that season. So just check that podcast out. It's uh, John Gabris. We had him on our podcast before on a previous episode. I definitely recommend checking that out. And Lauren Lapkus, two comedians I'm like huge fans of. They both have their own podcasts uh, individually, and they're teaming up for this podcast, Raised by TV. So that was really fun and something you can look forward to. I just remember something. What's up? Uh, net neutrality got repealed, but it's not dead yet. There's still going to be a lot of litigation shit going on, and it's going to take a while for anything to actually take place. Uh, like we said, there's a few states trying to file a lawsuit against the FCC, uh, Washington and California, and I'm sure a few other states are trying to establish their own net neutrality. So don't give up. It's not over yet, and there might still be ways you can contribute to keeping yes. net neutrality around and telling Pai to go fuck himself with a rusty razor blade. So, Oh, my. I Jesus. hope someone for I hope someone breaks down that Reese's mug and force feeds them. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Um, and then listener, if you like our show, please give us a like or follow. Uh, get in touch with us. We are all over the place. We're Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, all that ABT silence. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Uh, and also look forward to the last uh volume of Best of Suppers. See you guys. See you. Bye.